Star Techies, my way to the world of technology online talks. Hello, everybody. We're so excited to welcome you to the first episode of Star Techies, my way to the world of technology online talks. I'm Kristen, and I'm the communications manager at Anishio. These talks are designed to provide an insight into the multitude of career options available in the field of technology. From DJs, animators, developers, UX designers, even archaeologists, these talks will delve deep into the tech world. Our first speaker today is Ingrid Sorensen. Ingrid is a project manager at Afree, and she's going to be talking to us today about what led her into this field, the different areas she studied, and advice she has for others interested in a similar career path. After her talk, we'll have a question and answer session with Ingrid. But before we let Ingrid take it away, Anishio's founder and CEO, Michaela, will talk to you about what Anishio does and how you might get involved. Welcome, everyone. So INISU is a nonprofit organization aiming to bring in more teenagers into the tech world. So we want you to get interested in finding your passion within te technology. We host different summer schools, we host these calls, and we also do uh, workshops. Uh, to find out more, you can go to our website or follow us on social media. Thank you, Michaela. And now let's hear from Ingrid. So my name is Ingrid Sorensen, and I'm going to kick off this uh, autumn series of uh, talks. My presentation will cover who I am, what I work with uh, at AFree, my journey to AFree, and uh, some tips and tricks for you. So I just turned 30, uh, an important just turned 30. Uh, I grew up in a villa area, Sturdy, here in Stockholm. Uh, and I still live here in Stockholm, in Horstull, with my partner Emil and two daughters. Uh, I have Stella, who is two years old, and uh, my youngest daughter, who is two months, uh, named Nova. So to start with, uh, I work as a project manager at AFRI. And I started uh, at AFRI in 2017, when I finished my final master thesis and started working. And then I started working with testing and verification on software. Uh, and it's a software for a radio communication program uh, within the defense department. Um, and as for a lot of stuff in the defense area, there are products which have been around for a long time. Uh, and they were designed to last, last for a long time and to be robust and tolerable for insensitive use. So when we, when we develop and test software, uh, it is for maintenance. Uh, but now we stand in front of a new era uh, where we are supposed to redesign and make it more intuitive and, uh, uh, yeah, better, modern, easy to use. So this was what I started with. Uh, I then became a team leader, uh, which revolves in a team of nine people. Uh, all of these are developing uh, for this software, this radio communication program. Uh, so as a team leader, I'm res responsible for uh, the well-being of all the team members. Uh, I'm responsible for uh, that everyone has things to do, both today and uh, in two weeks' time, uh, but also for the results. Um, because as a consultant, you always um, count hours and, and work amount. Uh, and then I also am, am a product manager uh, and that is responsible for the, the project of um, uh, 
developing this radio communication program. Uh, and um, one thing that I could say about this sector of, of defense is that a special thing with working with an authority is that it takes time. It is a long progress to get from an idea to an order where the developers and designers can start producing the product. Uh, you also have to pro prioritize the robustness of the product uh, when making it, instead of making it hip or, or modern. Uh, because the important thing is that it makes it more intuitive. Uh, so everything started at Riddarfjärden's gymnasium here in Stockholm, uh, where I went to the media, society media program. Uh, and actually my parents thought that I should take the nature line at uh, uh, Schertorp's gymnasium. Uh, it was a safe and good path and you know what you, you knew what you could, could uh, educate um, or what you be, could become maybe from, from taking the nature path or the nature line. Uh, they didn't really like the, the media. Uh, but even though I visited the, the school at their open sessions uh, and I pretty much fell in love with the, uh, with the premises and the media equipment and everything that the school provided. Uh, they had a radio room, a video room, a room for producing your own photographies, like a right light room. Uh, so I, I applied for the Rida Fjallens Gymnasium and, and came in. And in one of the courses, uh, we, were, uh, we were doing interior design uh, or designing for display. It was called Exposure or Expo in Swedish. Uh, and we got to, to design a commercial window or an area for, for a fair hall. And in this course, I came to like design and design thinking a lot. So, uh, but it was one in one of the media subjects where we produced animated film and created websites, coding HTML and CSS, uh, where I got the technical point of the design. Uh, so after the gymnasium had finished, I went as an au pair in England uh, just to make a, have a break in one year and doing something totally different. Uh, and well in England, I thought, okay, what, what to do next? Uh, so I decided to, well, think what did I actually like uh, and, and ended up that, okay, I really like to program. I like the HTML, CSS, making websites, um, working with design. Uh, and it was quite late, so only the nature basically year was still open uh, for application. So I applied and at the Södertörns High School, I came in for the nature year. Um, so after completing that, I wanted to go to information technology at KTH. Uh, but the engineering program at five years, um, you, have, you had to have the math five, I think it is, math E at that time. Uh, and I didn't have that from the nature year. So that's why I applied for the bachelor, which is three years, because then that was mandatory. And that was the exact program, you could say, uh, instead of the engineering. So I started a bachelor program, uh, completed the three years. Uh, but during these three years, I, I I thought, uh, well, I wanted to do the master anyway, so why not switching over to the engineering program? Uh, 
and I looked at the different options for that, uh, talked to the people at KDH, and then I made a switch. So I just had to do some extra courses, and then I switched to the engineering, uh, and then started a master in design, interaction design, um, in, in human computer interaction. Uh, so during my uh, uh, during my education, I did the part-time job at, for example, Lorge and Scent Agency, uh, but also uh, as a um, barista in a cafe and working with children clothes in a store. So I did a lot of, of part-time job um, at the same time as I was studying. Uh, and that is um, actually one of my tips uh, that my first tip today, uh, and that is say yes and challenge yourself because there are a lot of, of well, opportunities uh, that you could do. And um, I would say that I'm quite um, uh, comfortable. I'm like quite comfortable. Uh, so if someone says that, okay, it's 10 p.m. in the evening, come on over to us and we go out. Uh, I'm quite comfortable sitting at home saying, no, I'm fine. Uh, I'm, I'm quite tired in the evenings and yeah, let's meet up tomorrow instead. But then if you do all that, you miss out of the, the chances of having new experiences and getting out of your comfort zone. So in a couple of years ago, I felt that, okay, now I have to make a change, uh, have, yeah, have different experiences. So say yes and challenge yourself to actually get out of your comfort zone. Uh, that, yeah, maybe that opens up for a lot of new experiences. Uh, so back to this uh, presentation and my journey to where I am today and about this part-time job, because that is actually my tip number two. Because uh, during my time in, in high school and during university, I was working part-time, uh, as I said, as a salesman and a barista. Uh, and my point is that if you manage to get a part-time job that... Um, you will try new things and maybe you identify things you like and you don't like. For example, I love to organize and display goods and observe why products sell and decreases in numbers. And I wouldn't have found that if I weren't working as a saleswoman at Hestra Glaus uh, or as a barista in the cafe, uh, French cafe at NK, seeing the uh, cinnamon buns uh, decreasing uh, instead of throwing them away in the end of the day. Uh, so try new things and, and have a part-time job, not only for the economics that it's, it's good for you to actually work and, and save money, but also for the experience uh, and by working at different jobs. Um, don't be convenient and work maybe a year and then stick to that, but change and try new things. And that would probably lead to something good. Um, and for example, the leader role uh, for me today, the product manager uh, is, um, is something that I also said, uh, found when organizing and making schedules and plan activities, etc. So 
in the end of my education, I did a master thesis at Mobiento, uh, which is a digital agency um, making uh, commercials and designs. They made a design for SF, etc. And I did the, uh, some uh, design work for Trighansa and their new website uh, at Chatbot, where you could actually chat and get information about the insurances. Uh, but the master thesis were about how you could actually design chatbots um, to how would you would like to uh, design them. Would you like them to be humanized or would you like to know that you're actually talking with, the, the, with no one on the other end uh, or should it feel like a person? So how should a chatbot actually what qualities should it have um, and then I ended up in IFRI then in 2017 so my third tip is the importance of fika and this is a very Swedish thing and I know that some of you might not drink coffee or tea or any other hot drink uh, but I got these tips from another inspirational lecture uh, that was to get a fika. And uh, because a Swedish fika is perfect for small talk, chit chat and sitting down in the sofa, uh, getting to know the other person on a personal uh, aspect. Especially to hear about opportunities. Um, and in my job, for example, uh, it is very important to hear customers or clients to have the small talk uh, to know what is happening in their personal life maybe the kids are sick or something else is going home at home uh, maybe the person isn't as active in meetings and then you are accepted accepting the fact that maybe they stayed up all night uh, due to a sleepless kid um, but if you don't know that you think that a person is ignorant or uh, uninterested of you and your presentation maybe, or what you're selling. So the, the FICA is very, very important to actually know the person, uh, know the personal life of that person, uh, still as getting new opportunities. So for you in, in your situation right now, maybe you don't have clients or customers, uh, but maybe go to mingle events, create a network of people in your surrounding, um, just small, small things that you could do like events, birthday events, or Christmas parties, or New Year's Eve, mingle with new faces, and maybe this will open up new opportunities, both for you and for your acquaintance. So the FICA is very important. So technology, what do an, uh, an engineer actually do? Well, it could be a lot of stuff. You could verify, as I did in the beginning, you could work as a project manager, as I do now, uh, part-time actually, because um, I'm still doing some design work in the project, of course, as well. Uh, you could work as a developer or designer. You could work within the finance sector or the defense or the marketing or the art or the insurance. There are a lot of possibil possibilities, but the engineering word could sometimes confuse people uh, that you actually can't really grip of what it is. But don't think of that. Think of what you think is interesting. Um, think of 
you you could have also start your own business or work at big companies at like uh, a free or startups or something in between but the important thing is that when you work as an engineer you work with solutions you work with problem solving and that is necessary in all areas whatever you do so don't stress over the fact that maybe the word engineering you don't know or the technology because um, think of what you think is interesting so don't stress out is my fourth tip because it's very easy in your situation right now to think that okay what should i what should i study what is my next step what should i do tomorrow or in a week or so but don't think of that that just think where you are right now think what you're in, what you're interested in because um, all the choices will, will lead to a new experience. So, for example, if we go back to my journey, uh, I started at Dida Fjellens Gymnasium, but that was my fourth choice when I made a list. Because uh, Shertorp was the first, first uh, three po uh, positions in the list. And that went super well, because my parents thought that this is a good uh, choice with Shertorp. So don't listen to all people out there who's telling you that you should do this or you should do that. Think what you are interested in. Uh, and for example, the bachelor program. That was my third choice because I first applied for engineering, even though I knew that I won't uh, be accepted because I don't have the, all the uh, uh, courses that you have to have. But I came into that anyway. Uh, or, for example, a personal thing is that Emil, my partner today, uh, my partner in crime, is my second relationship. And uh, you, you have different paths and you rechange and you change again and redo all over, uh, both on a, um, a career uh, point of view or a um, personal point of view. Uh, so that is really uh, important to, to remember, so don't stress out. It will sort itself out. I guess that some of you have seen the movie Eclipse, the Twilight series. Uh, and in one of those final scenes, they say this. That when we were five, they asked us what we wanted to do when we grew up. Our answers were things like astronauts, presidents, or in my case, princess. But when we were 10, they asked us again, and we answered rock star, cowboy, or in my case, gold medalist. But now that we've grown up, they want a serious answer. Well, how about this? Who the hell knows? This isn't the time to make hard and fast decisions. It's time to make mistakes. Take the wrong train and get stuck somewhere chill. Fall in love a lot. Or major in philosophy, cause there's no trace way to make a career out of that. Change your mind, then change it again, because nothing is permanent. So make as many mistakes as you can. That way, someday, when they ask again what we want to do, we won't have, we won't have to guess. We'll know. So don't stress out. It will sort itself out. And you're still young. And uh, follow your heart and your interests. So some very good um, quotes that I think is that learn something new every day. 
If you do something, do it to 100%. And life is full of choices. So the takeaways from this presentation is make a list of things that you find interesting, that inspire you, makes you happy, and take a chance. Because during this autumn, you will have a lot of talks, a lot of different journeys of people who have made choices. But remember that nothing of this just happened. All of these people made choices to end up where they are today. So what will be your choices? What journey will you take? So let's see if we have any, any questions. The first question, were you always drawn to the tech field, even as a child? Did you, were there other things that interested you more than technology then? Uh, yeah, I would say I was uh, drawn into the tech field, I, even as a child. Because uh, my parents are non-technical, uh, you know, I had to program the TV or uh, everything uh, at home that at that time was technical for them. Uh, and I thought I was really interesting, uh, where I was interested in doing all of that stuff. So, yeah, I would say uh, I do. I was. And another one, what prompted you to change your studies from information and communications technology to the IT engineering program? Um, well, I wanted to go to the engineering program, uh, especially because I wanted to study five years. I wanted to have a bachelor, uh, which is the, the basic knowledge, you could say, uh, and then also a master where you focus in one area. And in my case, that was human computer interaction, uh, which is this, the design path. Uh, so by, by only studying information and communication technology, which is the bachelor, I could have just completed that and then going for a master. Uh, but in Swedish, you could also get a civil engineer examen. Um, and that is actually a bachelor and a master. Uh, but since I wanted to, to do a master, I could just switch program and then get three, um, three, three graduation uh, certificates. And that's a, why I wanted to change. Perfect. And talking about IT engineering studies again, uh, what are some of the incorrect stereotypes that you want to shut up, things that people think about IT engineering that you know are incorrect? Uh, well, it's probably these, that it's, it's usually guys sitting in a basement, having a keyboard with lights underneath the key, keys and uh, in a dark room. Uh, well, it's none of that. It's a lot of girls, a lot of uh, no, no guys in sweatpants and uh, it's, it's normal people. Um, I think that is the most stereotypes that people think that it's it's probably guys in in sweatpants. Uh, <laughs> so and that is not correct. Okay, so not too many guys in sweatpants. In no, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they are probably dressed <laughs> and girls as well. Um, and what would a regular day at work look like for you at a free? Uh, so when I was at uh, when I was working with verification and test, I was in, in the team. Uh, so it usually started with a stand-up. We were working um, with an agile method, uh, which is that um, every week you look at different, what different issues you have, what problems you have, and then you decide, okay, this week we will focus on, on these topics. Uh, so a regular day, we look at all these um, different topics or issues and then you choose what to work with during that day or if someone else have a problem if they're stuck at something and these meetings are probably or usually 15 minutes 
they're very very short uh, and after that we start working maybe it's a meeting in the middle of the day um, but usually it's just uh, regular work um, but as a project manager it's also sales meetings uh, it is um, meeting with my boss uh, to follow up on on my team and if there's any like issues or problems um, or opportunities maybe someone in my team wants to um, develop in the field of uh, scrum or uh, programming etc then i will have to to discuss this as well um, or just meetings with clients uh, follow-ups looking at time schedules uh, so it is a lot of meetings uh, which uh, yeah which um, means that i i created a motto that affects more if effectivisera mera that you have to be more effective uh, in your work uh, and uh, maybe do or i like to do work parallel so you do <laughs> two things at once uh, which is very effective or not effective it could be both uh, but that is, uh, I, really, I really like effectivisera mera. <laughs> yes, yeah. what a day could look like for me. And when you were verifying and testing, what were you doing there in contrast to the project management work? How did that differ? Uh, so the verification was more following protocols, see, okay, which test should I go next? Which should I do next? Because um, some tests are focusing on maybe the... Um, yeah, the design is the buttons uh, with the right text uh, is it placed in the correct position and some tests may focus on um, uh, sending messages do they uh, transfer at the, in the correct way um, am i sending them correct is they transferring correct do i receive them um, and some tests uh, may focus on um, uh, the connection part, the IP, uh, etc. Um, compared to the project management, which is more making the plans. When should I do which test? Uh, I'm not actually performing the test, but I'm I'm making making the time schedule for it. I'm checking that all the equipment that is necessary for uh, providing the test or or um, doing the tests uh, is provided. Um, 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 as a project manager, I also uh, am responsible that everyone in the team is up to date with what is coming next. What's the actual issues? What do we have to focus on? Uh, so I would say that as a project manager, I'm more of organizing and um, getting the tools so that other people could actually perform the work. Well, this one's also related to your work. What's the most exciting part of your work? Um, I think it's quite interesting with the defense because uh, I didn't do the, uh, yeah, I haven't done anything with the defense or military or anything. And it's it's like a black hole that you, you yeah, it's a bit mysterious and you don't really know so much about it. So I think that is quite interesting. Otherwise, it's the problem solving. Uh, in, if you think, if you look at it that in a general uh, point of view, that it's it's problem solving and it pops up a new 
problems every day and you have to find a solution that fits this uh, specific problem uh, that is both effective uh, and uh, cost effective um, and working with people. Um, doesn't matter what you actually do, as long as you have people in your group that you could discuss with, uh, have these FICA sessions with, uh, discussing problem solving, the best, yeah, whatever. Uh, so working with people, problem solving, and defense. And I guess you've already kind of just answered this next question then. What are some key personality traits that make you well-suited for your job? And I guess that's your problem-solving ability, <laughs> curiosity, and your um, ability to interact socially with lots of other people. Yeah, I would say, exactly. And I think outside the box, maybe that you, you, you like to organize and make plans and you are well-structured as, as a person. Um, and that you like that. Some people don't. So they just like to um, perform the work. Um, so in one of my team have um, a um, uh, a thing for this. They say that they are the the wood. No, how do they say? Yeah, they want the trees, and they are the uh, the fabric making uh, plankol. Sticks, yeah. Yeah, it was really hard to translate. <laughs> they wanted to be the fabric, actually, and, and someone should just um, uh, contribute with material so they just could uh, continue the work. There was another good question that's just uh, popped away, but I, if I recall it correctly, it said, um, do you think that university um, and school prepared you or taught you everything you needed to know for your work? Were you ready to go in or did you learn a lot on the job? Um, no, I think a lot of, I think work is a school in itself because it, there's so many trends, especially in technology that it's changing so fast. So if you learn something in school, especially if it's a five-year education, maybe you, you learn something in the, in your first year, um, then that might have changed when you start working and then the work becomes the school, so to say, but you're actually practicing it. Uh, but then some things doesn't change. For example, work um, routines like Scrum or Agile methods, they will still be the same, but there might be a, um, a special point of view how to work um, with that. So they didn't taught us everything, uh, but a good, like, a good base for it, a good um, ground to stand on uh, that you could develop on. Yeah. And speaking of new technology, uh, what area of technology do you think is the next big thing? Um, well, I think in this AI, uh, smart homes, everything, because as I said, we were renovating at home and we changed all the lamps to Hue lamps. We, we uh, control the TV with the phone and the lamps with the phone and the music with the phone. We don't use uh, a radio anymore. Uh, or like my parents, they look at the tabloid, okay, time is eight o'clock and it's uh, aktuellt on TV. Well, we just um, put on whatever we think is, is uh, interesting at that moment. Um, and uh, well, that, I think that will continue to develop much more. Um, yeah. Definitely, the world is changing rapidly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Very, very fast.
very, very fast. Uh, what does an interaction designer actually do? Okay, so an interaction designer is, um, um, you, it's a bit of <laughs> psychology, uh, you could say. Like, how do people interact with a, uh, with a website? If you design a website, how should the, the audience interact with the website uh, in a good and effective way? Uh, so if you look at uh, maybe SL Appen and looking for a train, um, you have one um, like yeah one thing you want to do. You want to find uh, a train, but you can do it in so many ways. So what is the most effective way? And is it intuitive for people to actually click at those necessary clicks to to perform the 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 things they want to do? So an interaction designer could do either that, designing websites or products, um, and think of how they uh, could interact with those things. So that is just some things, um, but you could do so many things as an interaction designer as well. But I would think of it as the psychology um, thing behind the design, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. How should people actually... The, uh, interact with the design. So you think of that when you when you click around on websites. Is it intuitive? Do it, does this look like a button? Is it obvious that this is the menu uh, icon? Um, yeah. Designing for people. Make sure you design exactly. for with humans in mind. Yeah. We've got quite a few other questions. I've got good questions. If you could work in any other area, what would it be? Um, well, it is probably design. Now... I just came into the to the path of uh, product management and um, and team leader, which I think is very very fun. But I actually also want to produce the work. I really like the area of design and interaction design or human computer interaction design. Um, so it would probably be a hundred percent within design, and only doing that because then I could do it to a hundred percent. Because I can't really do that right now as a project manager um, then the mind is, is split into both the preparing for meetings and performing meetings and getting everyone in the team up to date uh, at the same time I'm doing uh, design so it would probably just be 100% design sounds like there's a lot of interesting avenues for you to still go into and of course I, I if I would change totally that was probably I would work in a store because I, I think it's so fun to actually work in a store as a salesperson selling clothes or gloves or anything. I think it's super, super fun. Uh, so it would probably be that. Another question relating to work too. Uh, how did you feel when you started your first job after university? Oh, I was so nervous. Because then it felt like, okay, now I should really know what to do. I've learned everything. Now I should actually perform uh, the things that I know. Uh, and what do I actually know? Uh, what's the, the feeling? And I think that everyone is feeling like that. Uh, that's, so, and, and that is what's blocking me as well. I, I, I didn't really work with IT during the education because of those thoughts that what do I actually know? Um, so I worked with, the, as I said, the um, saleswoman, etc. So it was really, I was really, really nervous. Um, 
but of course that you you're not supposed to plan everything you're not supposed to to know everything uh you're just supposed to to start your job and and people will help you with okay and you're, now you're supposed to do this um yeah they, they tell you what to so don't be afraid of that just uh, go with it try what's the worst thing that could happen it's, exactly uh, don't be held back by like your imposter syndrome or that you, you yeah feel overwhelmed and you have no idea challenge it's, yourself ask for exactly. help challenge yourself and and everyone is nervous so yeah and be open with that if you feel nervous then tell your boss that you're nervous that is that's the best thing i think Mm-hmm. Most people are nice and willing to help, right? Yeah. <laughs> Scary as you first think when you enter a workplace. People are help- exactly. helpful. <laughs> and how does it look like with the gender balance at your workplace or in your team? Uh, in my team, as I said, I have a team of nine people. Uh, and uh, it's uh, me and one girl, one more girl in my team. Uh, so it's, it's actually quite bad. Um, but that's... I think it's um, maybe in defense as well, um, because in the rest of A3, it's 50% uh, or 40%. I think it's really good numbers um, at the balance, the gender balance. Um, but in defense, it's, it's uh, not as, bad, as good. Uh, so we're working on that and trying to, to even it out because it is good to have a gender balance. And if you look at the, at the IT in general, uh, in the education, it's 40%, I think, 40, uh, uh, sorry, 20, 25% girls uh, or uh, women. Uh, and uh, the rest, 75, is, is men in the education. Great, that was actually the last question. So thank you so much for such an informative talk and answering all those questions for us. I think uh, you've provided a really good insight into your work and career opportunities, study opportunities. And as you said, that you're still open for questions after the talk as well. So yeah, absolutely. if you want to email questions, we'll send them out to you. Definitely. Yeah, I know that uh, for me as well, it's you probably, it, it will pop up questions after this talk in a day or two, maybe. And uh, then you know that you could just email them and I will answer them. Thank you so much again, Ingrid. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. And next up next week, we have um, Bjorn Lindberg from Tally2 that's going to be speaking with us. So make sure you join us uh, next week as well to learn all about 5G um, from Bjorn from Tally2. Um, and more information about his speech and all the other upcoming talks will be put on our Instagram channel. It's at Meet Anishio on Instagram or Facebook as well. Or you can check out our website, um, www.meetanishio.org. So we've got so many exciting speakers coming up in the, the next couple of months. Um, as I said, from videographers, DJs, uh, developers, pretty much anyone that does anything related to tech, <laughs> they'll be here to speak with us. So make sure you have all your questions ready and you tune in the next few few months as well. So we look forward to seeing you again. And thank you so much again, Ingrid. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.